Welcome to another episode of Exploring Podcast of the Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host Amy, and I am very pleased to have Katie here with me. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Okay, so let's get into the case study that we will be going into today. In many species of birds, the male has brilliant plumage, which attracts females of the same species. Think of the peacock, the china pheasant, the many varieties of parrot, and so on. Is it correct to say that the male plumage is beautiful or that the female birds find the plumage beautiful? Can birds appreciate beauty? How would you go about trying to answer this question if the only observation we can make is that the females are indeed attracted by the plumage? Is there human beauty versus bird beauty? If so, should all our references to beauty be of the form beautiful to whom? Or are only human beings able to appreciate beauty? And if so on, what is about human beings that give them its distinction? Well, I say we start off with talking about the perception of beauty. What is beauty? How is it defined in human aesthetics? And how might the beauty of perception, the sorry, how might the perception of beauty differ among species, particularly between the humans and the birds, like our case study talks about? Now, I know that beauty is subjective. I know that I might think something is beautiful, while my partner Amy here might not think it's beautiful. I might say that a mountain view is the most beautiful thing I've ever laid my eyes on, And Amy might say that the ocean view is the most beautiful thing. Now, everybody is different. And I feel that that is what makes the question of what is beautiful. You won't know because everybody has their own opinions and their own mindset on what is beauty. Now, human aesthetics, I think it just goes back to something I don't even know, like something that is just beautiful aesthetically is something that might be clean and well put and maybe colorful, uh, maybe some different color varieties. I just think it's completely subjective and it's different for everyone. And that's where I'm going to go to my point of between humans and birds. It has to just be the same because birds have a, a crazy like color view And so they might be able to see the top of where they're sitting on a tree. They might be able to see the landscape as so beautiful and so different than what we would because we're down here on the ground looking up at the trees. And I just think that goes into the whole beauty subjective and anybody could think something is beautiful. And I think that we'll continue to get into what birds can see and what they think is beautiful. And now maybe we could dive into the psychological yeah so I do believe that beauty is subjective however when it comes to the psychological aspect of it within humans I think we've all been um like given within society we've all been um we've all been sort of trained to believe what beauty is like when it comes to a job Um, There could be a professionally dressed person or a very much more comfortable person. And obviously people might think that the professional dressed person is more hardworking. They might put more effort into the job. And so they would obviously get the job, most likely. Um, And then within relationships, even if you're dressed put together, if a girl is more put together rather than someone in sweats or just like no makeup, it can change the perspective 
for a guy and they will most likely go for the girl with the makeup the girl that's more dressed and so I really like throughout our lives beauty um there's so many societal like norms that people um tend to go along with and so we just kind of conform to whatever everybody else thinks is beautiful and then I think as time goes on as you know evolution goes on we just tend to think things are beautiful because society says it's beautiful Mm. that's a very good point yeah that's very good no I I agree I think that there really is I mean it's horrible some of these standards are horrible and you can't you can't help but kind of yeah just go along with the norms of what society's going through and and I think as much as people try to fight those norms, it's always going to be something kind of like enrooted in you or the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So overall, beauty is subjective. And, and then yeah. if we go, if we talk about or get into the philosophy about it, aesthetics is, according to the LAH, LAH.eLearningOntario, um, aesthetics is a philosophic philosophical study of beauty and taste. And to give an example, Plato's philosophy was that beauty had nothing to do with art or nature, nature or rather than love. So that's another different um, viewpoint of it that like if let's say you're in a relationship with somebody and they think something is beautiful, then you might incline to think that is beautiful because you love that person. Right. No, that's that's a really good point because we're talking about I mean, this is an art class and we're talking about nature, specifically the birds. And for Plato to say that, oh, it kind of has nothing to do with your perception of art or nature. It's interesting. And how do we feel about that? I personally I can I can see his viewpoint, but at the same time, I kind of disagree. So it's like a a 50 50 for me because. Yes, like if you're truly infatuated with someone and they love something, then you kind of um you want to give your part into the relationship and do things that they love. So yeah. as time goes on, you kind of get used to it. You might change your viewpoint and your opinion. You'll be like, oh, wow, I really like this too. But at the same time, when you're in a relationship, you're also your own person. And so they should also put their part into it and do things that you like so let's say you like hiking for example I like a lot of nature seeing the trees and stuff but if they don't then you know it's kind of like they're forced to do so but then as time goes on they might you know I don't want to say get used to it but they sort of conform to the reality of what a relationship is right and you're saying you like nature and hiking and that also goes into Plato's philosophy, where he says our beauty has nothing to do with nature. But what do you like about being out in nature? Is it the views and is it or is it just like the act of being active outside? I don't know, because I love looking for well, first I love being able to just get away from like social media and just kind of relax. Like if you go to if you stay in a cabin, there's no there's not really no Wi-Fi. And so you're able to just go outside, see like the mountain view, see the animals if they're there, 
you know, and then if you go hiking, you see different animals, you see like, um, you might run into cubs or bears or stuff like that. And so it's just like, I think that's beautiful. Right. So I agree um, much to Plato's differences. I think that art and nature um, are beautiful because, well, art is just insane. Like, I don't even have something to back that up. Like, art is just crazy. Like, it's so cool to just witness and to look at and how one person can create such a beautiful piece just out of nowhere. Like, I've never, like, I'm not artistic at all. So I've never understood how a painter or a sculptor could just sit down and create something on a blank canvas or a piece of clay. And I think it's insane. And I think that's beautiful. I think the act of creating art is beautiful. The act of looking at art is beautiful. And then the piece itself is beautiful. It's like, there's just so much variety in it. Yeah. It, everything is impressive to me. Like um, when I went to New York, um, I think it's the Metropolitan Museum yeah. with all the history. Like it's not just art. It's like history yes, that can be seen as art. So like, uh, there's a lot of vases um, made from Indian tribes or Native Americans. And I, I just think that the fact that they were able to do that so long ago when, like, they didn't have that many, like, the resources that we have now, I just think that's beautiful. It even goes back to, like, the cavemen, like, the drawings on the stone. Yeah. People have been creating art since the birth of humanity. Like, they're they're, in my opinion there isn't a world without art mm -hmm. and that just goes to prove my opinion of art is beautiful and nature is beautiful because something that humans have always had is nature the outdoors and creating art and for some people like me I can't create it very well but I love to look at it and to talk about it and for other people like it's a way to express their creativity and then they come up with these beautiful pieces. So as much as I do think that love has a play with beauty, I really, I really disagree with Plato in that art and nature really have almost the most to do with beauty because what is so much art is about nature. If you yeah. think about it. And that's, what's funny is like, people think nature is beautiful so they draw a beautiful painting of it you know what I mean yeah um but again everything is subjective and Plato was so ahead of his time with his philosophies so much love much respect to Plato but I do disagree me too <laughs> um, and then getting into the bird conversation and the brilliant plumage Yes. Um, birds are known to have such a strong um, sense of sight, like much stronger than human. And so I think that the bright colors that we see and the patterns that we see and think are beautiful, I think it's just like enhanced for birds. Yeah, absolutely. For those that don't know what plumage is, it's like the it's like a layer of feathers that cover a bird and it's very like a lot of them are very vibrant or just very colorful with unique patterns and then brilliant plumage is 
According to the Academy of All About Birds, it's known as iridescence, and it is a structural color created by light striking the feathers. Um, yes, a, a peak example of a bird that you might recognize, especially in Miami, is a peacock, where their feathers reflect, uh, like the light reflects off the fe feathers and creates this beautiful pattern. Random, sort of. Yeah, so I'm saying if you live in Miami and you're listening to this, you'll know what we're talking about. Because if you're driving up Pinecrest, you'll see a few of these birds. But yeah. they're just the prime example of like, anytime I see a peacock, I'm like, wow, it's so pretty. Like, look at that. And that's just me driving down a road. And I think it's insane that like, this is literally a thing, like brilliant plumage. Now, different types of plumage on birds include mottled, scaled, barred and spotted we found this on avianreport.com um and yeah basically plumage is just a layer of feathers with unique patterns mm -hmm. and that can send us into according to celebrateurbanbirds.org uh, colorful feathers are used to attract possible mates which kind of goes hand in hand with our case study question uh, find this beautiful yes and female birds find this beautiful i think that's very 50 50 like a yes and no because males with bright colors are thought to be healthy and strong and those are sort of the genetics that female birds tend to want to pass down to their offspring that's we got that from stocknaturecenter.net and i think that female birds do have like the ability to tell what is beautiful and what is not but at the same time they're also looking for certain beauty standards within a, a male bird because of the fact that they're strong and healthy and you know they want their babies or hatchlings to survive in the wild and so in addition to finding the bird beautiful they also are attracted to it because of what it entails mm. That's really important information to know. It it just goes along with the questions that we have to discuss. And it's like, Amy, let me ask you, do you believe it's correct to say that the male plumage is beautiful or that female birds find the plumage beautiful? I honestly think it's both because I personally find it beautiful. Like personally, like around my neighborhood, um, I live near a country walk and there's a lot of blue jays or northern cardinals and blue jays for example have this very bright blue color and um i think the females find that very attractive yeah. and while let's say let's say a certain blue jay is very much more light blue rather than a darker form of blue they might just be unattracted to it not just because of the fact that it's it's sort of like an not I don't want to say ugly color, but it's less um appealing. Yeah, it's less appealing to find a lighter color than a darker, like royal sort of blue. And so I think it's for females personally, I think it's both that they find beauty in it while also looking for a strong um genetic partner. But right. for me, I think it's just I think it's beautiful. I don't really have a need to um <laughs> look at their genetics. Yeah. So we both agree that birds can appreciate beauty. 
um, based on like what I said earlier, like unless we're on a plane or we're skydiving or these crazy things like us humans, like we can't really see what birds see all the time because birds can be on the ground. They can be walking, they can be doing whatever, but then they can just get up and fly. Mm -hmm. They see the world from this, this upper viewpoint. And as someone who doesn't often do that, never has, and probably never will, Mm -hmm. I think that's like, of course they find that beautiful. Like, of course birds can appreciate that. And I'm sure it could be something as like, oh, which tree should I go sit on? Let me go to the one that looks very vibrant and has little flowers and a nice place for me to put my nest. Like, I'm not a bird. I can't think like a bird. But if I were, that's how I would think. And I just think, like, of course, I I think everything appreciates beauty. And it's hard because some animals have less of a color perception palette. But birds have such a unique and vibrant one that, like, of course, you know, how could they not? Um. And honestly, like when it comes to life, younger people don't really aren't really interested in that until you start growing old and you start like getting through life lessons and you start realizing that, you know, you should appreciate everything. And so let's say the older generation, like grandparents, they tend to sit outside, they tend to walk, you know, enjoy nature more. And I think it's just because they know how beautiful it is and how much like, um, how much it brings to us like trees for example trees are beautiful there's so many types of different trees and they give us oxygen you know they're the reason we're able to breathe and so i think there's just so much that has to do with beauty and nature and you know trees are a bird's home and so i think birds have so much appreciation for everything in nature and i think their sense of beauty is so much more enhanced than ours than we can imagine yeah yeah and it, it just all goes back to like what you think is beautiful and something that goes into that is just like you said like someone might look at a tree and say wow it's pretty mm-hmm. but someone might look and say wow this tree is providing me oxygen right now and it's all about your mindset and the way you look at things because to that person who's thinking about the oxygen and how it's helping you survive you're going to put that tree so much higher on a scale and be like wow this tree is keeping me alive right now it's so beautiful you know and I don't, I just, it's so subjective. It's such a hard topic to discuss because for everyone, it's different. Um, this is asking, is there human beauty versus bird beauty? Yeah, we've already discussed between the color palettes and between the height and the, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because, and then it's hard because humans can define what, or try to define what is beautiful. But is there a whole other like this question, should all references to beauty be like from humans like what gives humans the right to make this um distinction i think humans can just we can try to define it for us but at the same time there's so many different species of animals and um, mammals and you know we're not the only people here we're the only mm-hmm. fortunate ones to be able well we don't know if they can communicate they communicate with themselves But, you know, we're fortunate enough to know what, you know, everyone else thinks. And so I just think that it depends on what species you are, what, like where you live also has to do because there's so many different um, 
like environments that you can grow up in even just within the united states you can have a very hot environment where it's like summer where it's like summer every day or you can have like all the different seasons and so i think that has a lot to do with it no i fully agree and i think that like it's such a good point to say like well us humans can communicate and say this is beautiful do you think this is beautiful we can have that discussion yeah these dogs might just be literally saying like oh did you you know like we'll never know and that that's just what we have to sit with you know unless technology can get crazy over our lifespan like birds might be communicating with their beautiful little songs and might be saying like oh well that tree looks really nice today no one will ever know and that's why you really can't like say that humans are the only beings able to appreciate beauty i think it's just a very broad topic that you know we might get an answer later on but as of now i think it's just honestly it depends on you and uh you know i think i agree with beauty is in the eye of the beholder yes and the thing where um you know it honestly depends on you as a person and how you view life i agree i mean at the end of the day it it's all of our it's all of our opinions and our perceptions and I mean, we both think that birds can see it and we both think the plumage is beautiful, but maybe maybe our viewers and our listeners here can give us their opinions and their thoughts. That's all we're trying to do here is have an open discussion. <laughs> um, well, I want to thank you guys for joining us so much today. We're Amy and Katie. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to our Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you guys get your podcast. Thank you for listening, and please join us soon, and remember to stay curious. <laughs>